0: You're listening to a podcast from 702.
1: Yeah, 702.
0: The car feature.
1: Time for our car feature. And we are talking something very important. Decoding the car finance lingo. Many of us think we know and understand when it says interest. But let's be honest, guys. When you want to buy a car, Because now you have that new income. Maybe you got a promotion or you just started working. You have just told yourself, how much am I paying per month? And we're not even necessarily talking about the parts to do with insurance. But do you actually understand the terms and conditions of your contract? Do you actually understand all of the details of that car financing commitment? Why is it that so many people find themselves having their car repossessed not because they suddenly lost their jobs that they don't have income anymore but maybe because they did not understand some of the terms and conditions of their agreement so we're joined on the line by the car guy welcome to the show How are you? how's it going well, i'm easy man I'm, I'm
0: very easy
1: i'm
0: chilled
1: you, you sound chilled because you know what's going on with your car financing agreements
0: uh, yes, I do. Yes, do. <laughs> Thank for,
1: for having me. So let let's start with some of the most common things we see when people start looking for a car, because I find that the first mistake happens when a person is thinking about how much they want to be spending per month, because I don't think they take into consideration um, um, that, for example that amount could change in a year's time. And now car commitments are not just five years, they're seven years.
0: That is correct. And, you know, it, 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 it is an interesting space uh, to, to, to be in or to see or to witness. And um, add to that is the nature of, of the people in South Africa that buy cars. We tend to be more focused on on cars, more than, you know, cars for, as a priority, it's a signature. It's almost like an extension of who Pimelo is. Mm. And it, that that complicates um, the, the whole thing. Mm. But like, you, you know, the, 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 the most basic, basic um, installment is the normal installment that you know, you've got a, a, an interest rate, it's worked out, and then whenever it changes, the bank notifies you. And there is a set time that you're going to pay off this, this installment. And at the end of the installment, the car yours. Uh, that is the most basic one.
1: Yes, yes. And I mean, other than the fact that many, many a time when people think of the budget, they don't consider... All of the outside costs, so um, um, your insurances and all of those those things. Um, I find from many of the people that I've spoken to that the first mistake happens with the conversation around qualifying versus actually affording.
0: That is correct, and uh, so insurance is one of them, and running costs. I mean, petrol is a reality, so you have to add that. You know, have You, you need to have an estimate of this car that i'm buying cars today have got what they call fuel economy so you are in a way able to work out more or less on based on my lifestyle how much i will be spending on petrol so you factor that in and um, insurance is one of them i mean many people may not know but we're looking at running costs tires have gone up by 38 percent and we need to factor all of these things. And, you know, this just to have a car. And now this car is out of warranty. Maybe if you if you bought a 2nd hand car, you know, fixing this car, all of these costs we need to factor in. And, you know, the, the one thing that I've picked up, a lot of people, or maybe not a lot, but I know quite a fair amount of people that will have car insurance and then down the line they decide, okay, it's getting to be a bit too much and then one gets into an accident, the car's written off, and then guess what? You mm. don't have a car, you still owe the bank. fell.
1: My Tata fell. Tata fell. Then,
0: now you can't even buy a second car because you've got to tell that you need to finish. And, and these are things that we overlook. And hence, at the beginning of the conversation, I said, we, we, we somehow, and, and, and I think you'll agree, we somehow prioritize cars so much that we forget everything else and, and 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 you know from what i see so car, cars mean so much to a lot of people it's not just a mode of transport anymore and personally i don't think it should be like that
1: okay so let's talk now about um monthly repayments there was a time where the standard agreements were sitting at 60 months um, but now they go much longer because the economy has changed, and sometimes Ralfos Yeah,
0: and 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 that brings in the conversation of of the balloon payment. So now, if if your car uh, your 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 finance is gonna go into seventy two months, and you still opt for the balloon payment, so effectively you came off a car seven eight nine years.
1: mm. mm.
0: Yeah. And, and, and and in what condition is that car at the end of the term? Uh, and, and you know, I honestly hope that as, as a people, we need to to be so emotional about cars. Let, let us do the homework. Let us try and find out what works for the man, what is practical, what can he afford. And after buying this car, you know, there's other responsibilities that he's got, you know, and how, how best work around it. Because really and honestly, Uh, I don't believe that we should be paying so much for cars, cars it's just out of work and and paying them for so long. uh,
1: Mm. And I'm busy thinking about people who, if you know your budget is three or four thousand rands, and and, I mean, I'll share with you, Dumelo, um, I hadn't bought a car for about 10 years. So I was quite out of touch with how much cars cost. I had the same car and, um, you know, at some point my family had an intervention to say, you're working hard, it's okay to upgrade, stop acting like, you know. And I, I refused because I was enjoying not having an installment. And then I was in a car accident and my family celebrated as my car was written off and it was time to look for a new vehicle. And I was, so the first day I started going to car dealerships, I had a meltdown in the parking lot because in my head, I told myself I'm not exceeding the amount. I was paying in installments before.
0: You can exceed
1: that. Yeah, especially with the industry that I'm in. You know, you're like, you don't want to being strangled by installments that you might not be able to afford. And my meltdown happened in the parking lot of Mercedes-Benz after going to Audi and BMW. I went to all the dealerships and the reality dawned on me as to how expensive cars are. And they started telling me, no, we, you can pay it with this much, but you need this much deposit plus balloon. I had my meltdown and had the conversation with myself, but I settled on stick to the budget that you promised yourself you're going to go with, not the car that you feel you deserve to be driving. So it is a very emotional thing. But when you think about the fact that people are paying more in car installments than they are in rent, I'm not even well, saying more, they are.
0: That's scary. That's gay.
1: Very, very scary. So now let let's talk about because we've touched on the whole installment part. Let's talk about a person choosing to forego a deposit and why it's not a good idea.
0: Um, if you've got a deposit, it helps you. Let's assume that that car costs hundred thousand, and you're putting the higher the deposit, obviously the more the 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 the, the, um, the less you're going to be paying off on a monthly basis. So yes. affordability wise that makes sense. But then again, like you said earlier on, things are so tough that it's not everybody who's got 50000 lying around yes. uh, just to have that deposit. Uh, and then again, a lot of people are also struggling with, with the ITC. I mean, for some reason, people are just not behaving when it comes to money. And, and it, 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 it makes it difficult and I think that's where uh, financial institutions find a gap and to to be able to offer us and and lure us into this contract. And, I mean, like I said earlier on, paying off a car for nine, ten years, uh, really, what is the life expectancy of a car? How long is the warranty? Those kind of things. Uh, Are we having those conversations honestly enough with ourselves? Mm. And... And another thing, you know, you spoke about your mail down in the parking lot. Uh, another thing... I
1: mean, <laughs> Sorry, I'm so- only laughing because... <laughs> I'm only laughing because I. it was like... I, I think many people go through it and we don't admit it. Where, yes, we know from a very logical perspective, don't go out of your budget. But there is that part of you that's like, I also want to feel like I've worked... <laughs> I also, want, you know, you have that feeling, and having to have that moment with yourself, it was a proper like I was in tears, sobbing <laughs> in the parking lot over the fact that the car I want is not matching the budget that I have.
0: I can, I can almost, I can almost understand. And personally, I have never owned a brand new car, and I never will. It doesn't matter how it get one day because it just does not make sense to me. Yes, and. I wanted to get to earlier on is that you had a meltdown in the parking lot, and um, the salesperson does not help you either. The salesperson doesn't. I know we start tracking a little bit here. Mm. The salesperson doesn't help you to say, okay, what are you looking for? What is practical for you? Do you have kids? Do you go home? Go go go, go uh, You know what kind of car should you be looking at? What were you looking at initially? You know, can I convince you into this? Or, you know, those kind of conversations, the salesman wants a sale because he works on commission. Mm. That on its own is daunting uh, um, for a lot of people. And never mind the fact that you've gone out of the budget already by the time you speak to him.
1: No, definitely. And shame, you know, respect to them. They'll always try and make it work for us. But then um, some people don't get communicated to them all the information. So let's jump to the big one. Balloon payment. What is it and why do we need to know about it? And why is it that there are so many people who sign contracts not being aware that there is a balloon payment?
0: Uh, I don't I don't think that a lot of people make the effort to go through their contracts. I don't think a lot of people make the effort to, to, to speak to the salesman to make them understand this is what I need and this is how I need it done. A lot of it, it it gets dictated to them. And the minute, the minute you go balloon payment, for me, you cannot afford that car because at the end of paying that car, and let's say again, it was a hundred thousand or 130,000 and then they finance you on the hundred thousand, but then you still have 30,000 to pay. And a lot of people then focus on the hundred thousand, forgetting about the thirty thousand that still needs to be refinanced again at the end of the initial term. So, you know, you, I think you will also agree with me that if you, if if we are doing things that way, then we we are really. Uh, Spending more than what we can afford. So just repeat, uh, a,
1: repeat what you said again with regards to the hundred thousand, because I just want to understand. So a car's on sale the, for one hundred and thirty thousand.
0: The car's on sale for one hundred and thirty thousand, mm-hmm. and then you get financed for hundred thousand. So for the for the initial term of that finance uh, or of that um, 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 installment finance, they they put away the thirty thousand. So you pay off the hundred thousand. Mm. At the end of the hundred thousand, the thirty thousand is still outstanding and will be refinanced and generally speaking, it's a shorter term it could be a year, it could be two years mm. but either way, it still needs to be refinanced so at the end of the hundred thousand, you don't own that car the bank does up yes. until you pay the
1: 30, yes. Yes. Okay. I understand what you're saying. And then, what, what, what usually happens to people that find themselves having their cars repossessed? Is it that it catches them by surprise, or that they don't, they don't have the thirty thousand come the end of this
0: agreement? Uh, they can refinance it. Remember, so initially you 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 did get the initial finance. So if you were behaving throughout, if you were behaving financially, that is. Throughout the term of your finance, there is a, a much greater chance that you will you will qualify for the thirty thousand that needs to be refinanced. And um, I am not really sure what happened as to if maybe you, you in bad books with ITC. What now happens to those thirty thousand? But I want to think that they will do anything in their powers to to finance you because that car needs to be paid off. Uh, maybe that's the time when they consider. Um, Repossessing it because you still owe them a money. A bank or you know is 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 a business. They want that money.
1: In terms of the linked and fixed interest rates, which is the one that is preferable?
0: It will it will depend on the individual. To be honest with you, Rilla, uh, I would prefer a linked one. Or yeah, I would prefer a linked one. Then uh, you know I can plan around. Uh, in terms of how I'm going to run my finances and the installment. Somebody else could prefer, um, um, a a fixed one. But then remember, depending on if the interest rate goes down, then you lose out if you are on the fixed one. And then uh, if the interest rate goes up then I lose out because then I'm paying more interest. So I think it will depend, you know, per individual, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, like
1: as long as that. a person understands that if you go the route of as fixed, it, it could long work long
0: against you. What you're getting yourself into, as long yes. as I understand. Yes. I think for me, the greatest, um, you know, conversation that we should be having. But we, we should, my, my my biggest advice, let us not go and buy cars emotionally. Let us be practical. Let us make sure we can afford not only the car, but the running cost of the car if it's without um you know, uh, your service plan, your maintenance plan, you know, factor in your your insurance, factor in the running cost, everything. And because that then makes the total package of owning that car. It's not just the installment.
1: All right, let's quickly um, check out uh, some of our WhatsApp messages. 72 is where you could send them and your voice notes can also come through there. Or alternatively, you can give us a call, 11 double one double eight three oh seven oh two on this conversation we're having today on the car feature.
0: Hi, Lola
1: and the guest there at the studio. Um, I like to be anonymous for this one. I thought I did my homework but only to find out when i took the balloon payment i thought it would be in the installments and then um i'm i'm going to pay for 7 years and then after 7 years i'll be done only to find out when i'm about to reach 7 years i want to pay it off i must pay the balloon payment and i have paid for the 7 years about 40,000 that i must repay so how did how does that how does that go because I thought the the balloon payment was going to be it was not explained to say and I think it's what many people were saying, which you did explain to us, uh, Dumelo, that they don't actually understand. So I think the big tip is ask questions. Ask, keep asking until you annoy the guy at the dealership because, yes, they're the ones that facilitate the conversation with the financing. Ask a million questions. Dumelo, final thoughts on what it is that we're talking about and, and just tips for the listeners.
0: Let us, uh, my final thoughts, let us be careful. And then I know with different people, I'm a practical person. For me, a car is something that takes me from point A to point B. Yes, I need to be a little bit more comfortable, air con, electric windows, and those kind of things. But I'm not going to spend much more than what I can afford just to get from point A to point B. That's just me. And those are my final thoughts. And I've seen so many people get into debt for expensive, expensive cars just to show off. And that, to me, does not make sense.
1: It sounds like we should have had a psychologist and not a car guy in this conversation, Dumela. This is very serious, very, very serious. Thank you so much, Dumela, uh, for chatting to us, the car guy.